insane. You keep me so long that I'm speaking your refrain. Got a story, got a point. If you let them explain, it's the pun of all puns. Get a pun with a pop rain. Rum tap in the vein, and I'm in this brain pain. MHOG secret, leave me stain. You ain't as dope as us, bitch. Stay in your lane. All right, all right, all right, and welcome back to the Metal Hand of God podcast, the soothing sounds of the Metal Hand of God. I am your host, Wayne, and over there, far reaches of wherever the hell he is, is another angry racist white man. All right, yeah, I'm not an angry, angry racist white man today. I'm, I'm all right today. I do, I do want to say I did see all that stuff that was on your Facebook page earlier. What stuff? All that stuff with you and the English people on there. I was, uh, I was watching that. That was pretty good. Well, that, that's actually a coincidence because that's something that I wanted to talk about since uh, I think it's it's either Friday or Saturday it happened. Yeah, I think so. I think it was Friday. Sorry, I get out of my cool cool jazz sounding guy what's happening everybody yeah no no that's fine that's fine no i i wanted to talk about that first uh not not because uh nick and i were arguing uh right, right. i know but um fuck you nick i'm just kidding uh, there's there's <laughs> some i don't think he listens craig does craig uh craig's told me he listens um i like craig he's a nice guy because he listens or because he's a nice guy <laughs> no because he's a nice dude oh, okay all right well I'm just checking. And because he listens. You know, I'm just saying. <laughs> it doesn't hurt. No, no there's, a bit. There's, there's something that's been happening in England for a while now. And it's, it's something happened Friday, but it's just kind of the newest part of it. Right, you know, right. we've talked a little bit about it on the show before. We've talked about, uh, I'm pretty sure we've talked about this because I I'm know I'm no, it's something I wanted to bring up. But we've talked about the... Um, uh, Facebook, uh, like social media posts that the police in the United Kingdom monitor for. And yeah, if you we post about that other guy, um, you're talking about Count Dankula. I'm going to get to him in a second, but, but the, in the UK, if you post things on like that are considered hate speech and, uh, you can be arrested and the police literally, I mean, I don't know if it's every station, but I've seen the posts on Facebook of of different UK police departments saying, hey, we're watching, you know, (laughs) which is, you know, I mean, Facebook basically is Big Brother, but, you know, it's it's just letting you know that Big Brother's definitely, if not here, it's there. Um, And you can be arrested for posting what's called hate speech and hate speech is a made up term. It's it's literally made up. It does not exist anyone can claim anything as hate speech. You know, we've, we talked the other day about Kanye West, you know, like how he's being effectively shut down. We were saying like, neither one of us likes Kanye West. We both have negative impressions of him because our first impressions of him were of him inserting racism into hurricane Katrina for absolutely no reason. Cause he just was a narcissist that was like, Oh, it must be about because they're black. That's why, you know, blah, 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 whatever, you know? Um, like I, I could say that's hate speech, right? You can. You know, isn't it? You know, I'm offended. Yes. You know, 
Does that does that mean he should be arrested? Does that mean he shouldn't be able to talk? No. You got the right to say whatever bullshit he wants to say, just like Right. Because we live in America. And people people you know, I think I've said talked about this before. There's there's that show, um, the newsroom that people like to post the the video like a little clip from where uh Jeff Daniels is lecturing some Republican on that he's on stage with, and he like his Republican says America is great because freedom we have freedom of speech, um, which is true by the way, <laughs> but but uh, he says uh, you know like everywhere has freedom of speech, England has freedom of speech, Spain, ha- France has freedom of speech, Canada has freedom of speech. That's not actually true. Um, I just want to say that America is great and we do have freedom of speech because if not. You guys' favorite podcast, which is us, would not exist. It would not exist, and we'll get to that in a minute. But what the First Amendment says is that the U.S. government cannot infringe upon your right to speak, express yourself, or associate with other people. Now, of course, that only lies insofar as you are not actively hurting someone. Um, which is uh, people trying to make it seem like there's legal, legal room, <laughs> wiggle room on that, but there's not. You're either hurting someone or you're not, and your speech isn't fucking hurting someone. Um, I like legal room better. You're right. Well, I'll give you a little legal room later. Um, but uh, we, our Constitution enshrines that the U.S. government cannot tell us we cannot say things. And even the we've, we've gone through this before. Even the you can't yell fire in a crowded room. That's not exactly true. You can you can do that, but if someone dies as a result of it, you would be prosecuted. You know, but assuming that there wasn't an actual fire, obviously, if there is a fire in a theater and you yell out, hey, there's a fire, you're not going to go to jail for that. You know, it's it's the the idea is that, you know, you can't create a hoax that actively gets someone killed, whatever, whatever. Um, The United States is the only country that has enshrined freedom of speech. And even though people don't want a certain amount of people in this country don't want to believe it. That's partially enshrined by the Second Amendment. The Second Amendment backs up the first. The reason that the U.S. government can't just take away our freedom to express ourselves is because we have guns. It's essentially a warning to the government. The American people will not have their rights stripped from them. Um... So, you know, and it's fine that other countries don't don't choose to have a similar, uh, like, constitutional amendment. But it makes me sad when I see England going down this path and uh, getting to, you mentioned Count Dankula. Well, if you haven't heard the episode before and you haven't, you don't pay attention to, uh, I don't know if this made major national news. Um, it's certainly a news story that's that's worthy of it. There's a Scottish guy. That his name's uh, on on the YouTube. His name was Count Dankula, and as a prank, okay, he taught his girlfriend's pug to do a Nazi salute, which is essentially like uh, what, what's the what's the dog command where you get the get it to raise a paw? Is it heel? Uh, yeah, I think so. Well, there's there's one. It, maybe it's oh, not no, heel. Command just uh, shake. Okay, shake. Well, um, it's a pretty common command. The only difference is, instead of t- teaching the dog shake, he used the word because dogs don't understand language. He used he told the t- he taught the dog, the pug, t- 
to shake when he says, gas the Jews. <laughs> and so, but he doesn't reach out. So the dog's just lifting up its arm like it's giving a Nazi salute, um, which is fucking funny. Now, Wayne, ask, ask, me, a, ask, me, if, uh, ask me if I think Jews should die. Do you think Jews should die? Maybe a little. No, obviously not. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely pro-Israel. Uh, but that doesn't mean it's not funny. It's it's hilarious. It's hilarious that he went that that he was. Cause, oh yeah, it's hysterical. It's primarily hilarious because a it's ridiculous and b it's ridiculous that he spent time teaching his his pug to do that just to piss off. And that was the other thing. It's not like the girlfriend was a Nazi. He did it to piss her off. Because now, like when whenever he wants you know he wants to annoy her, he can just yell gas the Jews and her dog does a Nazi salute. It's hilarious. He got a he got arrested for that. He he had a trial for that. He is I don't know if they've done the sentencing, but he's probably going to prison for it. For a joke. And so this isn't something new. Uh so now to get to what happened on Friday. Now I want to preface this, and I hate I hate making statements like this, like, you know, like we always talk about this like like yes, we use the word nigger. Obviously we don't, you know, we're not condoning no. You yelling nigger at someone. Um, it's even- it's because we believe that you should speak freely and you should say whatever you want. And hey, there are consequences that come along with that. You know, if oh, if, yeah, if, if I were recording my car right now and I said nigger and a black guy walked by me, he might think I'm yelling nigger at him. You know, and you might get punched in the face or shot at. I, probably shot at because we know niggers like to shoot. Um, do live in New Orleans, so it's kind that's of- true. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't live near. You know I, mean? I don't, I don't live, I don't live near those niggers. Um, no, uh. <laughs> I'm not cutting that out. No, uh, obviously, you know there are consequences to your speech, but um, Boy. I lost my train of thought. I'm being so racist I- that. <laughs> I know you just completely lost it. There. Oh, uh, yeah. So I hate saying things like this, but sometimes you do to make it need to make it clear. Um, I have nothing against anyone of any religion, uh, and that absolutely includes Muslims. I have a problem with radical Islam. I have a problem with any religion, including Christians. Who you know, I've you know, we've talked about my mother is like, oh, you're you're, you're Catholic, and I've I've had to have the argument where I'm like, really not. No matter how, you know, and that's a minor thing, you know, and there are obviously there are people like the Westboro Baptist Church out there, supposed Christians that go out there and celebrate soldiers dying for our country, you know, or homosexuals, you know, being being killed. You know, the, those are obviously the 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 the, the tail end of, of the gene pool in the Christian community. Um, but I don't have a problem with Muslims. And I really do uh, think we should, if Ibrahim still listens, uh, after all my racist rhetoric, you know, I really do think we should have him on just to have, like, maybe on video, maybe not on the podcast, or maybe both, who, who knows. Um, if Look, if you, if you get up at the crack of dawn to pray, if you don't want to eat bacon, uh, and you pray to Allah and Muhammad, I have no problem with that. I, you know, I mean, I kind of feel bad bad for you about the bacon part and also getting up at the crack of dawn. I mean, I, you, you and I do that, but we don't yeah. like to do it. No, you it's know? not something I really want to do, but we have to. Right. And so do they. It's part of their religion. And that's, and actually that's one of the reasons that I like religion, even though it doesn't work for me, is that it provides structure. You know, neither one of us is religious and we're pretty unstructured dudes, you yeah. know? Uh, 
<laughs> but um, but I don't have a problem with with the with someone you know believing what they believe. What I have a problem with is the radical end of it, where there are plenty of Muslims. Like like there's a difference between Westernized Muslims and you know a lot of the people that are back. You know, and not all of them are radicals in in the Middle East. But you know, people get mad at uh, got mad at. Donald Trump Jr. for making the the analogy of uh, you know if you if you had a bag of Skittles that you were about to give your kid and you found out like only twenty percent of them were were poisoned would you still give your kid the Skittles you know and people got mad and like oh that's stupid they're they're people not Skittles it's a fucking analogy like the the point the point is is if there's like uh. I know I don't know what the number is. I want to say like uh, two billion Muslims on the planet. Maybe it's probably less, but there's there's a lot of them. There's hundreds of millions of them. If only twenty percent of let's say a hundred million Muslims are radicals, and that's what they're estimating is like twenty to twenty five percent. What's twenty five percent of a hundred million? Twenty five million. That's twenty five million people willing to blow themselves up. Some right. might be in your neighborhood. It doesn't mean you should prosecute them. That doesn't mean you should you know, pull a Trayvon Martin and chase him down the street. But it's understandable that people get a little paranoid about that. Yeah. You know, and kind of a scary thought, you know, and we live in America where our odds of, of this, of, of something going down are a lot less partially because we profile people (laughs) and we have guns, but, um, but in, in Europe right now, mm, shit's going down. There are massive rapes going across the UK. Not not just the UK. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just thinking. I was what is uh Europe uh, uh the the Union the European Union the EU the new thing. I, how new is it? I, the European Union. I, think, I want to say it comes back from the 80s or maybe the 90s. It might be well, the 90s. But it's it, anything is it's still new from in, in comparison to that. Country. You just want to say that because you don't want to feel old. But my my point is is that. The point is that there's a radical Muslim problem in Europe right now because very few people are speaking out about it. And one of the people speaking out about it is a guy named Tommy Robinson. Now, I'm not endorsing Tommy Robinson. I don't... I've I've watched an interview with him. He seemed reasonable to me, but there is this issue with there are smart bigots in the world that are like... I'll just I'll just go on TV and I'll say a bunch of shit that you know you can't really disagree with if you're a rational person, you know. And then you know you come to my meeting and then I'll tell you the fucked up shit like that. Like I I remember Pat Buchanan. I had heard my whole life Pat Buchanan's a racist. Pat Buchanan's a racist. And I heard him speak on, I want to say it was uh, Walton and Johnson. And I was like that guy's not a racist. I believe all that stuff. And then I found out some more information. I was like, oh no, that dude's racist. <laughs> that, dude's, that dude's an anti that dude hates uh jews okay <laughs> like but there's there's a lot of people like that i don't know if tommy robinson's one of those people i have no idea but what i do know is that he's been to he's been to prison a couple times um my understanding is like some of the charges were were maybe not bullshit but just not you know like he had some like tax evasion shit you know yeah. and um He's been like had the shit kicked out of him, and not like you or I might have had, but like literally like broken bones and shit like that. Because they're like to almost death. Yeah, because there is a radical Muslim problem in prison. You can you can argue. I don't give a fuck what your opinion is on this. You cannot argue otherwise. This is this is known that there is a problem with with people going to prison. A lot of these people don't even start off. 
and Prism is Muslims. Um, not to get too far up subject, but, you know, Kevin and I were talking the other day uh, as we were going to Hammond uh, about, like, me going to prison. And, you know, was that when, it doesn't matter. We were talking at some point about, uh, you know, what would happen if I go to prison, just like we were talking about on the show. And he was like, nah, it wouldn't be as bad as you think, you know, because you would just, like, line up with your people. And I was like, Kevin, look at me. I don't have fucking people. I'm, I'm a Filipino Italian redneck uh, with, uh, you know, uh, right wing leanings who loves comic books and lives at home with his mother. Like there's no, there, I don't have a people. No one likes me. I, I offend everyone, you know, <laughs> but um, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you the honest truth. You, it would kill you. They would. It's it's not it's not even debatable. I don't have a people. I, I there's no white. People. I can't get with the Italians. I'm too brown. Like and that's what happens. Like so, some of the people who are maybe in similar positions to me end up like gravitating toward radical radical Muslims that are in prison. Like right. you, you convert to you convert to Islam. For protection. Uh, yeah, and some of it's also like people tend to f- try to find peace in prison and. You know, religion, yeah, some of them find Christianity, some of them find Islam, you know, so whatever it is. But, uh, I'm being bent over a toilet. It's, it's, I guess that's a way to go through it. But, uh, so this guy, Tommy Robinson, is well known for, for him being against the Islamization of, of, of England, which is happening. England's becoming more and more. I'm not saying like it's, it's like run, it's been overrun by, by Islam, but it's becoming more and more uh, Islamized. Doesn't matter. I, I, I don't. I don't know. I know. I know Islamization. I don't know what, how to conjugate that. But Islamatic. Uh, now, maybe the guy hates Muslims, or maybe he just wants England to remain England, which I'm. I, I agree with. Maybe um, he just wants to say, "Wake up, motherfuckers." That might be it too, but he might be a bigot. I don't know. It's again, you can't trust the people who hate him because, of course, they're going to go to he's all, he's a bigot. But you can't really trust the people that, that like him because they're they're going to say, of course, he's not. He's just you know he's just right, you know. And I'm sure he has supporters that hate Muslims, and I'm sure he has supporters that are just like, no, I'm, I'm with you. I just want England to remain England. I don't care if there's Muslims here or not. Um, but regardless of where you stand on the guy, and again, I don't have a stance on him. I'm not pro him. I'm not against him. Regardless of where you stand on the guy. Uh, what happened to him on Friday was horrible and I'm finally getting to it. Sorry, this is taking so long, but I have a lot to say. I'm, I'm very passionate about this cause I'm very passionate about the idea of, of people's human rights being eroded away. So Tommy Robinson was at a courthouse where there were, uh, there was a trial going on. It was the last day of the trial for a Muslim grooming gang. Uh, meaning basically a gang that goes out and finds like 11 year old girls and, Grooms, grooms them to be uh, brides and rapes and stuff like that. Um, which, of course, he's all against, you know, uh, as, as one should be. But, but you know, um, it, you know, they're they're Muslims, you know, they're 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 there's there's they're radical Islamists. Um, now, you're not allowed to report on the facts of a trial as it's ongoing. However. Uh, he was outside doing a live stream. Now, I've seen the video. He was outside doing a live I didn't watch the whole video, but the part where he was arrested. I, I, I wanted to watch the whole video. I'm going to see if I can find it later. Um, but he's outside doing a live stream. And what he's reporting on is only the facts that have already been made public. 
Okay. That's it. Nothing that affects the trial, because that was one of the things Nick was saying. It was like he was saying he was reporting on things that could affect the outcome of the trial and end up in a mistrial. No, he's not. He was reporting on things that were already stated in public uh, through through the news mediums. Um, uh, so he's he's live streaming. He's just talking about that, and all of a sudden the cops come and they tell him that he was. Uh, I don't want to get this wrong. He was being arrested for breach of the peace. Okay. Wayne, ask me what breach of the peace means. Hey, man, what is breach of the peace? Who knows? Who the fuck knows? It's a fucking made up term. Now, I'm I'm not saying that that isn't a law in the books, but I'm saying it's it's vague enough to where you could kind of fit it towards anything. Right. Um, he wasn't doing anything. There was no riots going on. He didn't have like a big crowd of supporters that were like, you know kill the muzzies or something like that like nothing not, shit up kind of stuff yeah nothing nothing was going on he was arrested um immediately and within hours i heard it was within an hour but i don't know the exact time frame so i'm going to say within hours because i know it was before the end of the day uh he was sentenced to 13 months in prison fuck now i'm going to repeat something that th- no one's been able to confirm for a fact that this was said but supposedly because there's no video, obviously, but supposedly someone brought up to the to the judge and said, "You're sensing you're sending him to prison where you know he is hated and has been assaulted violently before. This is essentially a death sentence." And supposedly the judge's response was, "He knew what he was getting himself into." Basically saying, "I don't care. If, I don't care if he dies." Yeah, fuck that guy. What are you saying? Um. It, he didn't do anything. He he's going. He's literally going to prison, and they're saying like, "Oh, he violated his parole." How? He was live streaming, already published information, in front of a courthouse. Not even in the courthouse. Outside of the courthouse. Because that was another thing Nick said. Like, if he was across the street doing, it, he would have been fine. Like that doesn't make any sense. Like, why? How? Why would it be different if he was across the street from the from the courthouse instead of like? Out on the sidewalk in front of the courthouse. Is there like some kind of thing where they can't be on property? No, because he wasn't even he wasn't inside the courthouse. He was outside of it. But either way, like that, even if that is your argument, that's not what they said. The cops are on the video saying breach of peace or he breached the peace or something like that. I'm really messing up what they said, but it was basically he was breaching the peace. Right, and to me, breach of peace means that he was starting some fucking shit. Yeah, and that's but that's what all the hate speech people want you to believe. And I was watching a video earlier today that really upset me. Um, another a YouTuber that I follow, Dave Rubin, did a, a speech. I don't remember where. Uh, it was for a right wing. Where Dave Rubin is a left wing guy. He's he's considered he's a liberal, um, but. He he also works with right wing people because he believes like we like whether I agree with you or disagree with you you know uh, we should be ha- willing to have conversations so he has right wing friends and uh, which you should I have I have left wing friends obviously Nick Branch and I were just uh, we're, we're just arguing right. um, uh, but so he was doing something for Turning Point USA and um. I lost my train of thought, but but the thing that pissed me off was the the this he gets into this argument with with this girl like because she it's so it was so funny uh, the guy with the uh, microphones going around to take questions 
and she's like, why is he holding the, the microphone? I can't, I'm, because I'm a woman, I can't hold my microphone. And Dave Rubin was just like, I mean, you already started off like trying to start a fight. Like he's not, he's holding a microphone. That's what he's done for every other person before you, but fine. Give her the microphone. And, and, uh, oh, that's what, uh, it's something about, uh, oh, they, oh, so she was saying, you know, and because this is what they say, you know, she's like, well, hate speech always leads to violence. What you're doing, even if you're not calling for violence, your, your hate speech will lead to violence that they love to say that they love to say that, you're inciting a riot or you're inciting violence by your speech. That is bullshit. At, like, look, we're, we're, we're from Southern Louisiana. Yeah. We, we, sure we, we, we grew, we grew up around racism our whole lives. We sure the fuck did. Our families have said plenty of racist shit. We've heard racist shit. We've probably done racist shit. I, I know you have by accident, at least. <laughs> like we've never, we don't talk about that much anymore, but you, it doesn't matter. Uh, maybe I should mention that real quick. Cause that make it sound bad. Yeah. Wayne, Wayne, Wayne had friends that it turns out were white supremacists and he didn't really know. He was like, he was, he was, he, he was a young kid. He didn't really know what he was doing. Um, I was an idiot. <laughs> You were a little kid, like you're, yeah, you know, you people, cool, you know? people are nice to you and you're just like, yeah, I'll fucking do whatever, you know, when you're a little kid, you know, I'll fucking do whatever you want. You know, you want me to go set that, that bridge on fire? You, I, I mean, you. you'll still hang out with me. Okay. You know, um, <laughs> beating that guy's okay. Fuck it. All right. But we, we've grown around, we've been around racist people our whole lives. How, how many people do you actually hang around or, or still hang around once you find out that if they got something fucked up? If you find out that someone that you know is racist and they actually say something like, I wouldn't mind killing all those black people. Like how often, how often does that even happen? Almost yeah. never. Kind of weird. I, I, I won't pretend that I haven't heard anybody say, well, you know, slavery wasn't all bad. You know, and usually when people say that, I've heard people say it as a joke, but I've heard a few people say, it, and I was like, uh, Oh, okay. No. Dude. Huh? It gets shit done. All right. But I'm trying to be serious here. <laughs> I, <laughs> But for them, like, there's a big people like to pretend that there's this this connection between racism and murder. Like, uh, you know, like cops are racist, and therefore they're willing to kill all black people. No, nah, not really. Most cops are pretty remorseful when they murder when they have to kill anyone. You know, even in the line of duty. Um, there's not a direct link between like the people who are willing to kill other people were already willing to kill other people. The people who was already a. The people who are willing to do fucked up shit, you don't have to incite them to, to do fucked up shit. They're going to do it. So this idea that just because someone's racist means they're willing to kill other people that they, they the people they don't like is bullshit. There's no like hate speech does not incite violence. Violent people are going to be violent no matter what. Yep. You know, it's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- this whole thing, you know, I know I've been jumping around. It's just like, you know, you know how I am. I, I have so much shit in my head that I want to get out and I'm, I'm poorly, I'm, I'm bad at organizing it, but it just drives me crazy. And I was telling a different English friend of ours, uh, Mart, uh, you know, who was listening kindly to what I had to say. And I said, you know, Africa is the cradle of life, but England is the cradle of Western civilization. Yep. You, you could also argue Rome, but, but I'd say a lot of the values that uh, evolved into American values and by extension, world values um, started with England. 
yeah. or at least were, were, were nurtured and fostered in England. Like, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of things that we left that country for. One of them is the right to own guns. Um, <laughs> but, but it's just, it's sad to, to see England now. And like I said, like there's, there's cops on Facebook telling you, like, if you post hate speech, we're coming for you. That's so crazy to me. You know, it's uh, so again. And I look, I'm not supporting Tommy Robinson. If he does just hate all Muslims, I'm against that firmly. Um, But even if he is like a racist piece of shit, he didn't do anything wrong. And also, by the way, I should also mention this. It's not really being reported out of England. No. Now I don't know if this is official, but I like I follow uh, an English YouTuber named Sargon of Akkad, who is a um, he leans he's he's a liberal. He does he's not he does he like uh, like me he disassociates left wing from liberal, but he is a liberal, and he was asked to talk about it. he did mention that it happened, but he was asked to do like a, a long form video examining the evidence, and he said no, because from what I understand. There is a ban on discussing what's going was discussing what's going on with Tommy Robinson right now. Most of the information that I've seen has been from strictly from uh, non English, non UK uh, news sources. So basically, a bunch of horseshit. Yeah, you know, and it's it's fucking crazy. It's really crazy right now. It really makes me sad to see England that way. Um, again, you don't have to like what somebody says. You can you can hate. You can hate us for things that I've said in the last 20 minutes. It's but, okay. But, you know, if we don't have the right to speak, the right to free uh, free expression, right to free association with, with, with like-minded individuals, then we are not free. There is no such thing as freedom without these things. You know, so... Anyway, that's, that's all I have to say about that. I just had to get that off my chest. And, uh, you know, and... Uh, whatever but i just it makes me sad well that's good though i mean i i agree 100 percent what you're saying the guy i don't think he should have been put in jail not not for video or not even what is he not even video was he yeah well he was live streaming the video he was oh, talking okay. into a camera oh here here's another part like you know when they say like uh you know he was he was violating the law that says you can't you know film whatever his crew that was doing the filming, they weren't arrested. It was just him. Well, yeah. I mean, there you go. They, they, I just I just watched one of the guys that was... He yells at a guy. I think the guy's name was Rich. He was like, Rich, you know, get me a solicitor. Solicitor being a, an attorney in England. Um, uh, the guy he was yelling to, I just watched a video that he was on. He, he came to to America to uh, do, do a video. Uh, discussing what happened and look and some of what he said might not be true too i don't it, it, it's so funny because like there's because there's this this uh this ban and this hatred of this guy it's hard to say what is and what isn't true so hold on so it's basically a witch hunt i don't want to be that conspiratorial but that's what it sounds like gotcha so uh but yeah his crew was not arrested you know, and if it's, it just seems to me that if that that was the reason that he was he was put in jail was was videotaping, you know, discussing all this, then wouldn't the crew be part and parcel to that? I mean, you can be. I mean, maybe in England's different, but in America, you can be an accessory to a crime. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
So anyway, let's let's move on from that. Well, I um I don't have much left to go on the show today. Oh, got, we don't have time. Yeah, I got other shit going on, but but we can still keep going for a little while longer, man. Okay. Uh, um. So yeah, I uh I got good news with the magic show, which is kind of interesting. Um, we went and did the magic show while you guys were doing the fucking awesome comedy show, which looks really great. Wait, 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 wait. You you have to explain that because I've been asked. I was asked several times by people. What is Wayne doing right now? Wasn't he supposed to be here? To which I had to tell them. Okay. Wayne is in the French Quarter doing magic at a secret vampire club. Correct. And that's exactly what it was. Uh, We we got a gig. Me and my boss got a gig at this uh, secret vampire club. And uh, we went over there to do the little thing. We did our magic show in front of all these people, which was really cool. I met a couple um, writers and some other things from out of town. There was a bunch of people from out of town there, so that was kind of neat. It's an exclusive club. You you have to know like like where it's at and like uh, like the fucking secret code to get in the door and shit. It's was fucking strange. But anyway, um, the the code is I want to suck your blood. Yeah. I'm sorry. That was that was actually embarrassing. I shouldn't have even. <laughs> that was, that was really bad. But go on, go on. But uh, no. So we we did our show, and uh, the show is actually a little different than the one you saw. I mean, we had specifically things um, uh, put in the show to kind of give it more of a, a creepy, you know, vampire kind of vibe. Bloody dildos. Exactly. So, uh, well, it went well. We talked for a little while, and um, they uh, want us to go there once a month. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So that was really cool. We, we actually got, like, a, a standing gig now, hopefully. It, well, we, they want us back, but we got to arrange it, you know, however we want to get in there. Yeah. It was kind of cool. That was cool. And then, of course... The whole time I was sitting there going, I really want to be at the magic, uh, not the magic, the fucking thing in Hammond. I did not want to go. I was like, <sighs> um, yeah, it kind of sucks. You missed it. Uh, not for me because that meant that the money that I took was all for me instead of having to split it with you. Uh, yeah. which I don't feel bad about cause you made a lot more money than me that night. Uh, but, um, I will, uh, is that, uh, did you want to talk more about the magic show? I don't want to. No, no, off. no, no, no. I'm good. I just, you know, um, I, I could not be more pleased with the the comedy show. Um, it looks amazing. It's, you know, we we do a lot of stuff on this show, and some of it uh, y'all don't hear about on the podcast because a lot of it's behind the scenes because we're trying to do things that nine times out of ten don't work out, and sometimes it's because like we can't figure it out. Uh, sometimes it's like we can't work things out with a venue. Uh, that's been the case several times. Yeah. Um, that's that's the reason that we don't have we haven't done another full metal promise. Not for us not wanting to do it. We still want to do it. We want we wanted it to be annual, but we couldn't we couldn't get a date. And there's only so many places in New Orleans that it would really fit. Like we can't you know no offense to the Babylon, but the Babylon's too small to do full metal prom. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it would sure. it would not work. Um. Uh, and there's other, there's other sh- I, I, there's a couple that I really want to do, and we we work 
all the time trying to get like things done and we we've been lucky enough to be able to make the the live podcasts happen twice um and the comedy shows we we attempt but more often than not and it's not just us it's new orleans like new orleans is I, it's one of the things that drives me crazy about this fucking city you hear people all the time going like yeah new orleans you know there's entertainment on every corner and you can you can do whatever you can see whatever you know and they, all this bullshit but you know when people are trying to like struggling trying to do things and trying to do something different you know yeah like People like even if you get it done, people don't show up. People in the world act like they always act like they want stuff, but when you actually do it, they're like, "Eh, I'm good. I don't need like, that." Yeah, wait for this. Um, and it's big turd. It's frustrating because we're not super successful people. We're all struggling, you know. Rum, Rum probably went to work today with a broken neck because he's a lunatic, and he's got a mortgage. Yep. Sorry, Rum. I love you. You're a lunatic. Um, so we went out to Hammond to Gnarly Barley with no expectations because we've never we've we've done we have done a, a successful comedy show at a brewery before at Crooked Letter in Biloxi, which we'd like to do again. I should probably contact them, but I know they have done other comedy shows since. Um, uh, but we didn't know what to expect. We we've never done anything in Hammond. And frankly, the date that I chose, I didn't think about it at the time, was right after and in between semesters at Southeastern Louisiana University. <laughs> so we didn't even like, there was very little chance of getting a bunch of college kids. Um, so I was thinking it's going to be maybe 20, 30 people at most, if even that. And also there was supposed to be a hurricane. Right. Like right. it literally came down to the wire where it was like, is this going to happen at all? Cause I ain't bringing my comics out there. If it's, you know, if it's flooding, you know, so, but we got out there and I'd say it's six. Like we got there at six by like six twenty, people started coming in and, uh, and people were still coming in after the show started and show ended up starting at seven 30 and all told, we had 82 people showed up. That's fucking beautiful. I have never seen that many people at a comedy show outside of a national comedian. That's beautiful. Um, it was unbelievably successful. Everyone there was attentive, had a good time. Uh, the owners of, of uh, Gnarly Barley, that being Zach, the guy who started it, and Carrie... Who I think she implied is married to him now. I'm not sure, um, but she's she's the person I've been in contact. I, I just met Zach that night, which I felt bad at first. I was like, "Who is this guy?" And I was like, "Oh wait, I've seen your face. You own this place. Sorry. How do you do?" Um, but um, they never stopped thanking me. And Carrie said to me at some point, she was like, "You guys did so much better than we expected you to." To which part of me was like, oh, thank you. And then the rest of me was like, thank you? I guess. <laughs> like, like, wait, what, what does that mean? Uh, she meant it in a positive way. I know she I did. Know, I know, I know. And I've still been getting messages uh, two days later now. Um, everybody was overjoyed. And it, it did me good. Because it's... I felt like I accomplished something. I've, I had an idea. 
I, I contacted the people and it worked out and, you know, and I hope, you know, they want, they, they told me before that they were like, we want to do more stuff with you. Y'all exceeded all of our expectations. We want to make this bigger. Um, I, you know, we're good. At, like, I don't know if people know this, but we're actually good at this thing. Like at least things like I'm like, maybe not all the logistics There's things that we, we could be better at and work with people that know more, but like, as far as like, I was telling Kevin, he was like, "Why don't y'all do more stuff like this?" I was like, "Dude, I have ideas. It's just We're that right. when I when when I try to do it in New Orleans, nobody gives work. a fuck." Yeah, and we it just try, guys, like like seriously, we bust our ass like every fucking day with all these fucking ideas and shit that we have, and nothing comes about because no one wants to give you a chance, and we don't have money that that helps with that it because we could we could do it on our own if we had an investor or we um, had money and, and you know what i, I want to apologize uh, for one thing i was told by two of the comedians that the sound sucked sorry that's all i had was those little amplifiers i, I i'm not gonna say i'm sorry if any of them are listening because i told them in advance like i didn't realize until literally the weekend before that gnarly barley didn't have their own amplifier system if i had known it would have been different, and all I could do yeah, was was get I you know. I could have asked uh, the band for the PA because I have a PA that we you know that it's partially mine. So you know I could all. Well, it's a learning experience, and guess what? They had they had an amazing show. Like I don't know if they were complaining or they were just were just telling you no, that. No, 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 no. I was just asking them like, hey, how how was it? And, you know, everything was good except you know the sound was kind of hard because I had to we had to talk louder. I was like, oh, that's sorry, it's my bad. Yeah, I'm yeah. Ad, you know yeah i know b-dub was upset by that but uh uh but they all had amazing sets and they all came out of it feeling a sense of pride with what they did Good. that night so um again thanking everybody and i i, I want to do more and and if we end up having to do it outside of new orleans and so be because like I'm, I'm at that point and i, I want to do stuff here because it's easier for everyone including us but if we got to go to baton rouge or maybe Biloxi to get Full Metal Prom done, and hey, and I'm gonna say it on the air. I don't normally do these things, but I've I've wanted to do since Full Metal Prom. I've been saying I wanted to do something. It may be called uh, originally the name was gonna be the Outlaw Formal, right. but it's it might just be the Country Formal because like it might not all be outlaw style music bands. But uh, I want to do a country music version of the prom, and you That's know, awesome. Outlaw Formal is a good uh, good name, like. It all kind of starts the the full metal prom name is the main reason we did it, but yeah. uh, and look and I told Kevin I was like man I want to do a rap one I, we can call it the you know the hip hop homecoming or whatever like oh, whatever that's, awesome. that's great that's great I want to do all these things and then you know you you know you're not a fan of country music neither of us are that big of fans of rap music Kyle is you know but we want to we want to do big shows and we want people to to enjoy themselves and you know. Um, so if, if New Orleans isn't going to play, then we're going to start looking and maybe, you know, if, if we have to go to, if we have to go to Houston, then that's what's going to happen. If you're, if you're a fan of ours and you want to, if you want you know, if you're a lot of, I'm sure a lot of our listeners are metal fans. Yeah. If you want, if, if you want to go to full metal prom, cause you weren't listening at the time and you know, somebody that can help. Contact, let, them. contact them and let us know. And what, you know, like we're, we're not looking to make a bundle. You know, we're just looking to, to you know, get it out there. Let's yeah. Some shit. I mean, we are looking to make some money, you know, oh, yeah. but I will say this before. I know you have to go, but I do want to say this. Uh, I mentioned earlier that I took a cut 
of the money that we made. Now I don't want to say how much money we made, but eighty-two people, five dollars a head. You do the math, you know. Um, we've taken a cut from our comics exactly once out of dozens upon dozens of shows. Oh yeah, we we never take money because the little money that's made. We want our comics to feel like we appreciate them coming out and working because a lot of times they don't make money. Exactly. You know, and, and we appreciate those guys who come out to shows yeah. and they do shows and still don't they don't make but hardly anything. Maybe you know if they get gas money, but they still exactly, exactly. Matt Robin was coming out from Mississippi. He went from Mississippi to New Orleans, Am, and and I'll tell you this: two of our comics, two of them said to me. Oh, we're getting paid tonight. <laughs> you know, so uh, and I don't do all this complaint. I just want y'all to know that we are we are trying. And again, if you if you know somebody that can help, if you know somebody who has an appropriate venue, which means like it's got to be kind of nice if we're doing a prom because full metal prom is a literal prom. Yes, there are metal bands playing, thrash music, all that, but people show up dressed nice. It's an actual prom. You know, you dress up. We will have a king and queen. We will have this. You know, this is yeah. photo booths, and it is prom. This is remember when you were a kid that you you know you finger bang your first girl at prom, or or if you were lucky enough, you got laid that night. You know, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. think of it like that. So think of that kind of prom. That's what it's like. All right, we've both been emotional. Uh, yeah. I know you got a kid to go to. Tell yeah, him. I got to tend to him, man. Uh, but remember, guys, look, we are always here. We're always trying to push. We're always trying to make things better. And we will accomplish the things in our goals. That's what, that's what we do. It may take us a long time. We may talk shit on here about stuff. But the things we talk about, they will happen. <laughs> it just takes us a little while because we're not made out of fucking money. So. All right. Well, I've been Adam. I've been Wayne. And keep it white. Yeah. No. <laughs> keep it metal. Uh, all right. Hey, right, dude. Man, I'm still-